you nailed it on the, you're probably going to have to put some work into it no matter what, right? It's a HUD foreclosure. The idea, and we did a whole show on this, is that sweat equity is the very essence of the American dream. Right. So you're looking for that opportunity. Right. Saudi to to have to put in a little bit of work in exchange for 60, 70 thousand dollars of equity and a cash flowing rental. It's just totally worth it, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the magic sauce in real estate right there. What you just what you just said, that that sweat equity, you know, you get you get people in there to, to fix the plumbing up. You get somebody in there to put new floors in and Whatever, you know, typically if you if you're doing this stuff right, whatever it's going to cost you to fix up the flaws or the defects, typically that's going to increase in value way more than what you spent on fixing it up. So that's kind of the magic sauce in real estate is what I what I call it, you know. Check check 1212. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. This is your host and foreclosure deals coach, Donnie Corum, broadcasting to you live from our downtown Denver studios with my executive producer and main man, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's going on, Jay? Man, I'll tell you what. I am feeling kind of nostalgic today based on our interview guest. Um, <laughs> it's the guy that I've known, you know, you know, back when I was a young buck, wet behind the ears, trying to figure stuff out in college. Um, good dude, you know, always been, you know, stand up guy, very studious. Uh, whereas, you know, me on the other hand, I might've been having a little bit too much fun back in school, but you know, that's all right. I, I figured it out eventually. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of enjoying the day and excited to introduce our new guest. Absolutely. Let's get to that right away. We are, I'm so just ecstatic to have somebody at this caliber on the show here. I'd like to welcome the show, Mr. Saudi Knight. Saudi, how you doing, man? Hey, doing just fine. I'm uh, happy to be here. Looking forward to talking about my favorite subject, uh, real estate investing and how it can change, uh, change lives. And uh, just really looking forward to get into it. Thanks for having me on the show, Donnie and, and Jonathan Winston. Uh, looking forward to it. Well, yes, absolutely. And thank you for taking the time out, man. I know you are super busy, so we're going to try to keep this uh, to the point. But let's start with a little background. I know we know you're with you own Nightland Company. Can you tell us, obviously, you're in the investing space, but a little more specific. What does Nightland Company specialize in? What's your area, your niche that you focused on in the real estate investing space? Yeah, absolutely. So basically, we are here in uh, Oklahoma City, and also we invest in a lot in Oklahoma area. Um, but we uh, we kind of focus our focus now is multifamily real estate. Um, we uh, provide affordable housing to Oklahomans, you know, hardworking Oklahomans, uh, also known as uh, you probably heard workforce housing. So uh, you know, we we focus uh, on providing a high quality product at a low price. Uh, we go in and. You know, a lot of times we buy a foreclosure or some kind of a fixer-upper, uh, maybe even through our marketing campaigns. Uh, we buy buy things and have a crew in there uh, fixing everything up. And a lot of times we put in plank flooring and uh, new appliances and faucets and fixtures and everything new and go in and uh, rent them out. And so we, uh, we like generating that passive residual income every month is kind of what we focus on. And once that 
return on equity kind of starts to reduce, then we go ahead and do a 1031 exchange. Okay. All right. That's, that's awesome. 1031. That's a, that's a big topic. A lot of people discuss. Could you go into detail? I mean, obviously I've got a couple 1031s that work with clients who specialize in that as well. What's the big benefit to 1031? Could you give me a kind of a global view on what the 1031 exchange does for you? Absolutely. 1031 exchange is big time on building wealth. If you want to be become very wealthy, uh, utilize a 1031 exchange. And basically all it is, is typically when you sell a investment property, your gain, the capital gain on that is taxed if you don't do a 1031 exchange. However, there is a uh, code, uh, it's an IRS code, 10, section 1031. If you sell uh, your property through a 1031 exchange and then the proceeds goes to a what's called a qualified intermediary, and then the qualified intermediary holds the money, the proceeds, until you find you have 45 days to identify another property a more expensive property, you get to keep all that gain tax-free. So it's big time, uh, especially if you, uh, you know, if that, that capital gain is big, say 100000 bucks, and you had a maybe a 20% capital gains rate, depending on your income tax, that could be a ton of money, uh, maybe 20000 bucks. So that's going to just go right into the next property and increase your cash flow, because that's what we like to do here at Nightland Company is have uh, maximized our monthly cash flow and uh, passive income every month. That, that, and that's got to be the goal. And I think a lot of people get into investing, Saudi, because they're looking to produce a uh, an income, right? And obviously with the flipping world, and I got to tell you, I'm still kind of guilty of this. I'm addicted to the flipping side. And this is <laughs> all where you get that big check and you kind of, you can't stop. You got to go for that next hit and get knocked <laughs> out of the park. But the big picture is you're trying to build that passive income so you can retire you know, young and pretty, which is all of our goals here, right? So we can move on and do bigger and better things with our life outside of the money. So obviously you're more of a buy and hold investor. Uh, just just general, I don't know any exact numbers, but how many rental properties do you kind of manage right now in your portfolio? Just give me a range, not, not the exact. Yeah, no, no. So we, right now uh, we have a total of, I believe it's 23 properties. And that's that includes, that's that's 33 doors. So we have, like I say, multifamily as well. We have duplexes, triplexes, and quads. We're kind of in the small multifamily area, but uh, but yeah, we like that. We also do flips too, Donnie. But we just don't we just don't focus on flips. Typically, we do flips to get the capital to purchase a multifamily. Uh, Makes sense. So that's kind of kind of where we are right now, Donnie. That makes sense. And, and listen, and that should be the goal. It should be the goal to take the uh, the short term income bumps of doing flip properties and then take that and transcend it to long-term wealth building strategies. I mean, right there, you knock two out of the park there, buy and hold investing and the 1031 exchange. And we're like five minutes into this. So this is going to be, this is going to be an incredible show. Like I'm certain about- <laughs> I told you guys, I told you that he was a studious one back in Oklahoma state. You know, I was, you know, I'm getting my degree in business management, you know, doing my thing, going to my, Accounting classes, kind of skipping out, you know, if, after I got a little bit bored. Saudi, on the other hand, you know, he's a political science. He's got a background with the government, law school and all that type of stuff. So I expect nothing less than him to drop so much knowledge on us, like right at the beginning. This is, this is just how it goes. This is all, we're already learning a lot. That's incredible. Let me ask you this side. Let, let's go back in time. Because obviously, you guys, you guys have a school background together at some point. But what, what's your your total background? What were you studying in school back then? Like, what what did you what did you want to do before the real estate bug bit you? 
Man, so yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was all about the political science stuff. I wanted to, uh, you know, be a government attorney. That's what I wanted to do. My dad was a was a government worker, and so I said, hey, I'll just follow his footsteps. Hey, he lived, a, you know, we lived a good middle class uh, background, you know, and all that kind of stuff, upbringing. And so then uh, I went to law school, and I noticed that a lot of my law professors had rental properties, and I'm thinking, what are, what are these guys doing, you know? Uh, and so I kind of looked more into it, and basically everything is set up. To benefit the the landlord or the property owner, uh, when I say everything, I mean like the law, the local laws as far as landlord tenant, the the federal laws as far as uh, the IRS. You get you know depreciation as you know, you get different other tax benefits and tax credits. And so I said, you know, this is fantastic. Uh, let's see mm -hmm. if uh, maybe I can uh, kind of position myself to do that while all the while working for the uh, government. And, um, and so I did that. And so I was doing both at the same time, actually on the weekends and nights, I was, uh, you know, buying foreclosures, buying, uh, government foreclosures off the hood home store and, and others, the, uh, the, uh, home path from Freddie, Freddie May and all that. So I was buying those, uh, on the, you know, at nighttime on the weekends, I had a real estate agent that was helping me and uh so yeah we were doing that and then i realized that my real estate agent is making a killing off me so let me go over here and get my own real estate license and so that's exactly what i did about three years ago got my own real estate license and um you know basically to, to uh just keep my costs down a little bit and get a little bit more access and information so um so yeah that's what i did that's kind of my background uh you know i, I stepped away from the government uh about a year ago just because my monthly rent checks and flips were surpassing, far surpassing my government salary, which they, the government was paying me very, very well, but they wanted me to be there for about 45 hours a week. And That's I was right. thinking, uh, I don't want to be anywhere for 45 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, you know, what I find fascinating about that story, here's a guy, you go to college, that, that's hard enough. You go to law school, you pass the bar, right? Absolutely. Like, Okay, so you've dedicated your like most of your life here to getting becoming a lawyer, and then you shifted gears into real estate. I mean, are you guys listening to this? You gotta you gotta understand that this is the kind of career, the kind of income that no matter what you've done before, real estate in a lot of cases can blow it away. Both it sounds like you're super passionate about it, something you love to do, and it's paying more than passing the bar and becoming a lawyer. I mean, I just Incredible. And that, that, that's just amazing to me that you, you got you managed to balance both. What do you think your real forte? Obviously, multifamily investing seems to really be doing it. You got 23 how 23 properties, and you told me 30-some doors you got going right now. Like, what's your big picture vision for this thing? When will you know it's kind of game over for you and you, you've achieved what you set out to achieve in real estate investing? Yeah, man. So like I said, I just like accumulating the monthly income and, uh, you know, just basically I'm almost I'm almost to a point where I can just kind of shut it down. But right now we we typically have um, two to three projects going on at a time, two to three crews going. So but uh, but but whenever I can basically remove myself completely from the business because I still kind of oversee some things when I can remove myself completely from the business, replace myself with. Uh, you know, another employee kind of at the, you know, at the management level. Of course, we have a lot of folks that work for us, but uh, whenever I can replace myself completely, have the income that we need to have and, uh, you know, be able to live where I want to live anytime, vacation for as long as I want to with who I want to for, you know, do whatever I want to and also drive whatever I want to. I like fast cars. And Yo, so, uh, 
you know, right now I got a, I got, I got one of these big Hemi's, uh, you know, you've probably seen them before. And so I, you know, I like these fast cars. So that's kind of, kind of my goal. And then also I like to want to give to charity, you know, I want to give back to the different educational, um, institutions that I attended. I want to give back to Oklahoma state. I want to give back to my alma mater, my law school, alma mater, Southern university law school. I also want to give back to some other charitable organizations. So I made a pledge to my wife that, uh, you know, basically we're done when I can give a million bucks to Oklahoma State, a million bucks to my law school and a million bucks to uh, another charitable organization that I really enjoy. And uh, at that point, you know, I'll probably probably be, be done. But, you know, the whole thing is just it's kind of addicting. You know, you do a transaction and then all of a sudden you got more money coming in every month. It's, it's just it's kind of addicting. <laughs> And, and, and it's so funny you say that because, like I said, I mentioned that addiction word too. But that that people who are in this have to be passionate about it at a very high level because you know on the show and generally speaking, you hear the positives of it, you hear the after effect of getting to twenty three properties. But obviously, there's a lot of hustle that got you to where you are today. There were some difficulties. There were some times it didn't seem like it was all going to work out. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, there was several times, and and you know I think. Uh, you know, a mentor would have helped. I wish I would have got a mentor sooner or a tax strategist sooner. Of course, I have those things now. But uh, but yeah, there was there was times when, uh, you know, when things didn't work out that the way you thought they would when, uh, you know, doing a major flip, you thought you were going to make 60,000 and you only made 30,000. So, you know, there's there's times when, you know, just uh, as much analysis as you put into it, you know, when you're kind of just flying by the seat of your pants, you know, sometimes things just don't go right, but you got to know that the overall vision is right for you. And that's kind of what I knew. I knew that the overall vision was right for me and my lifestyle and for my family. And, uh, basically that's kind of, kind of what kept me going. Yeah, and you have to have that. You have to have that overall vision. I'm so glad you brought up mentorship. Obviously, you know, I, I'm a I'm a real estate coach and an investor myself, and I tell people that, but it, it comes across as just trying to sell, you know, our services as coaching. But I think there's a reality to if you have that right guidance out there when times get hard and you have that correct mentor you can lean on, it's just that much easier to kind of push your way through those issues. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, um, the fact that you recognize that early on, and I love that you mentioned getting a tax professional. Actually, you and I got to talk about that after the show because uh, I'm kind of a Johnny wants a Ferrari, and he wants to be make sure they don't take it away. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because the federal government wants to take all of it, right? That, that's <laughs> Um, but you built this thing up. You got this empire. You've got this huge vision. I love. That. I mean, giving a million bucks back to OSU. You know, I bet the. Uh, the booster club right now, they, they got to be, they hear this show. They're going to be calling you right away. <laughs> well, don't, don't tell them to call yet. Cause we still got some more properties to buy, some more passive income to make some more flips to do. So, uh, you know, if they call too soon, they, uh, they're going to, they're going to make the whole thing come crashing down. <laughs> don't, don't get too early. Right. We can't, we got to, let's, let's transcend a little bit over. You mentioned HUD home store and buying some HUD properties. Um, of the doors that you've acquired to keep, do you have any idea, number-wise, how many of those were off a of HUD home store? Did you flip those properties or or keep them, or or where, where did you uh, where did you source those first initial deal? Yeah, yeah. So HUD home store, um, you know, we've we've used that several times. Uh, I believe we have seven properties, and uh, those are mostly good for single-family houses. So that was kind of like when we were first starting out. Um, so we had some single-family houses, and you go on there, and it's a bidding process. And uh, basically, there's a whole lot of regulations and rules kind of behind 
the bidding and how it's, it's, it's kind of a complicated algorithm on how it works and when they will accept uh, your offer for a certain amount. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but if you, if you give them an offer of 89% or more of what they're asking and you're the highest bidder, then they are required to award you the contract um, under the regular, under the federal regulation. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind for all your listeners out there, go, go on the hood home store, Offer 89% of whatever you got, uh, whatever you want, and uh, there's a high likelihood that you'll get it. But, of course, you know, you can offer a whole lot less than that and still win. And that's exactly what I've done a lot of times, uh, Donnie. So there's a couple times when I offered and there's a button that you click on there that says hold my offer for backup or something like that. Right. I offered a deal in April. Completely forgot about it. I mean, I lowball the heck out of them. It was ridiculous how lowball I did. And I clicked that button. Uh, it was basically, you know, hold my offer for backup offer. And then later in September of that year, I get a call from a HUD home store and they say, hey, uh, do you still want to buy this? I'm, I'm thinking, what deal is that? Because I've looked at 100 deals since then, you know. But right. I it was, yeah, it was such a good deal that we went ahead and bought it. Now, it was a, you know, it was a foreclosure. So the house didn't have any uh, plumbing, didn't have any flooring, no electrical. But, you know, my crews went in there and uh, fixed it up for, you know, a really good rate because I use them every time for all my deals. And, uh, you know, just basically made at, I think I think I think we made about 60 to 70 thousand in equity just based on everything that we had into it and what it what it appraised for. So. Um, so, yeah, lowball the heck out of those hood home store deals. Uh, now, this was back in 2000. I want to say maybe 2015. So it's a little bit different landscape now. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. But it's still out there. And it's important, you know, because this is a foreclosure deals coach podcast, Saudi, that, you know, we, we try to direct people to how to find their, their foreclosure deals that are out there. And I think because HUD is so different than the standard offer process, a lot of people shy away from it. So I'm so glad you brought that up because, it, you know, it, it's not that scary. You can get deals, you can submit bids on the property and then wait it out. Like sometimes you get them right away. Sometimes it, it happens down the road. The point is you mentioned sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 in an equity spread on a single HUD transaction? I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And that thing is still cash flowing for us today. Uh, and it, you know, it brings in very good income. So, you know, that, you know, the HUD home store is fantastic. I always encourage people, you know, if you don't have a lot of time to market for your own deals, uh, you know, sending out marketing materials and all that kind of stuff, 
then just go in the HUD home store and get a good good old foreclosure. Yeah, you might have to fix it up a little bit, but uh, you know, m most of the time it's going to be a good deal. And also, one of the best things about HUD is you get two inspection reports before you even buy the property. You get the you get those. Um, I think it's called yep. a PCR or something like that. Yep. PCR and, property uh, report and property disclosure. Yes, yes. So so basically, they're they're spot on every time. I've never had a deal where you know that there was something wrong with the property property that wasn't in that report. So you you basically yeah. get you basically get what's wrong with it before you even bid on it, which is unheard of. That's incredible. incredible. And I will tell you, your mileage may vary on that because I, I will tell you the HUD inspectors in my region, you, you wouldn't trust them to, uh, to, to watch, you know, to open a door because they'd probably screw hey, it up. Um, but, hey, Donnie, yes. when, you were, when you were mentioning those two, uh, those two forms or those two reports, you kind of broke up a little bit. So just for the listeners, could you repeat what those reports are called if they do go on the HUD's home store and want to search? Absolutely. Uh, property condition report or PCR for short, as Saudi mentioned, and, and property disclosure. Um, which is, you know, it, basically they've done an inspection on the property prior to you purchasing it. So as Saudi mentioned, you're going in knowing theoretically what you're buying rather than surprise, you know. But but the point is, I mean, you, you nailed it on the you're probably going to have to put some work into it no matter what. Right. It's a HUD foreclosure. The idea and we did a whole show on this is that sweat equity is the very essence of the American dream. Right. So you're looking for that opportunity. Right. Saudi to to have to put in a little bit of work in exchange for 60, 70 thousand dollars of equity and a cash flowing rental. It's just totally worth it, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's the ma that's the magic sauce in real estate right there. What you just what you just said, that that sweat equity, you know, you get you get people in there to, to fix the plumbing up. You get somebody in there to put new floors in and whatever you know typically if you if you're doing this stuff right whatever it's going to cost you to fix up the flaws or the defects typically that's going to increase in value way more than what you spent on fixing it up so that's kind of mm -hmm. the magic sauce in real estate is what i what i call it you know yeah, and it's so true because, you know, you can put in, and as you are obviously the type of person who puts a lot of work, I mean, going to law school and working your way up into the government job and all that stuff, you're going to put your hustle in somewhere, right? The work's going to go somewhere. It might as well be on something that not only pays a, a an, an income, as most jobs pay, but also has a residual equity value and a residual income, right? So it's really just a question of where you're going to direct that energy. The house needs plumbing. Uh, the house needs paint. And I, I love what you said about hiring somebody to do that. I don't know about you, but I can't swing a hammer without hurting myself or somebody else, right? So I'm not looking for you to become like Mr. Super Handy, but rather hire this stuff out and you can double, triple, if not quintuple your investment on that by investing it into a property that's going to provide for a long-term return. Absolutely, you know? and you know, I, Donnie, I see new newer investors make the uh, make the big time mistake of thinking that they're going to save money by doing the work themselves. Yeah, yeah, right. That is a big time mistake for all you new investors out there. You are not going to save money unless you are actually a professional plumber or a professional electrician, and you're licensed. Right. Then, then I can understand that. But many times, you're going to take four times as long to do whatever you need to do. And you're going to take four time, four trips to Lowe's, and right. it's going to be a big headache. And you're not going to do it as well as a licensed right. professional. So, right. uh, and you're only one person. You can only do one job at a time. Uh, for somebody like me, who you know, I always have multiple projects going on. If I were to sit sit here and try to do all my own projects, uh, I would go bankrupt. Uh, yep. Just because 
you know, we have properties and units that are empty and we need to get those things rented out as quickly as possible or what have you or sold as quickly as possible. So we get professionals, you know, that are always working on our properties and doing these things so that, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're fixed the first time, they're fixed right, and they're fixed quickly and for a reasonable price because we use the same folks every time. So, you know, you new investors, um, you know, get, uh, you know, find, go to, go to the RIAs to find out who the good, uh, the good contractors are, the good plumbers, the good HVAC guys. And they yep. will, uh, they'll work with investors. They love working with investors and they'll do a good job. They'll do it right the first time. You know, you pay them whatever they ask, uh, and they'll want to come back and do more work with you. Don't try to, you know, whittle them down and, and, uh, you know, get it for almost free. Just pay them what they want and then they'll come back running next time you have an issue. That's incredible advice, Saudi, and I really thank you for that because I think there's a general consensus that you know we try to you're trying to get over on people. Either you're trying to get over on the distressed home seller, or you're just trying to get over on the contractor, and that somehow you have to make your living in this business by. Uh, other people losing. And it's just not the case. If you build these solid relationships with your contractor team, note that word there, team, because you're looking to build a team of guys that you can build this empire together as a group, you know? And, and, and a lot of what we discuss on this show is mindset, methodology, and tools of foreclosure investing. But the biggest part of it is the mindset. The mindset is we all grow together, you know? So if you've got a good contractor, a stellar electrician, you pay him his daily rate because he's worth it and in exchange he does a great job for you and get consistent work but it's about everybody winning not just one portion of the system winning i just i love that you said that so thank you for that oh yeah big time this is a team sport just like you said team it's all about team you can't do this stuff on your own you got to have a good insurance guy you got to have a good lender or a couple of lenders you got to have good title title people to do your title work you got to have uh, good, you know, every single thing, you're not going to be able to do this job, uh, you know, do this profession, uh, by yourself. You're going to need a lot of people to help you out. You're going to need buy-in. You got to get that vision going so that they know what you're trying to do and, uh, everybody can help everybody out because everybody, you know, this is a team thing. Nobody can, this is not, you're not operating inside of a vacuum. Uh, so, so big time. I, I like how you said that, Donnie. <laughs> Well, thank you for that, man. Yeah, listen, it's incredible to to meet like-minded individuals. It's really the power of the show, Saudi, is to get, you know, you got to listen to my obnoxious voice. If you're downloading the show every single week, you got to hear me all the time. But when people are echoing the same sentiment as me, that, listen, you're successful. You built an empire where you're at right now by taking that team mentality and together, everyone achieves more, right? And and you, you've heard that, that acronym related to team, but it's just so true. You're trying to build an empire and you can't do it by yourself yourself and you shouldn't want to do it by trying to get over on people or knock people's prices down just as a business now that mean we don't negotiate of course we negotiate right if, if we're not happy with the bid hey man could you, you know, i got a little less margin on this etc but you don't make it a business practice generally speaking if they're priced fairly you pay them for what they're doing because your overall return is significantly better than the 600 dollars you pay the electrician to get it in line for that one little piece you know what i mean absolutely now, yeah. now guys now guys can i say something here please now, you, you've both have been talking about team a lot, and I completely agree with where you're going with that. But let me highlight something that I've noticed about both of you um, and your concept of team. Now, Saadi, a couple of times during what you've been talking about so far, mm -hmm. you mentioned that your wife was the one who motivated you to create the coursework to you know keep you from creating all those um, you know 
having all those 25 calls after you got done with your government job. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned that uh, your wife, you know, you and your wife are working together. Hey, when I'm able to give a million dollars to OSU, a million dollars to uh, Southern University and a million dollars to uh, another charity that I love, then we'll be able to move forward. And, you know, we can, you know, I can kind of take that step back. I noticed the same thing with Donnie, uh, his wife, Laura, we've had her on the show before. She's an incredible agent, very experienced. She's, you know, got great experience and great creative, uh, insight on staging. Uh, so she handles that for us in our fix and flips as well. And, you know, you need the team of, you know, professionals and uh, contractors and all those people to help you do your real estate. But it also comes back to having a good team at home and having somebody that shares your vision at home and that encourages you and that can build you up and that can, you know, move in unison with you to accomplish those goals and dreams. So I really uh, respect that and appreciate that about you guys. Uh, one thing that I, <laughs> that kind of made me laugh when I was checking out your uh, Facebook page as you were going through your daily tips for a while. And I, I think maybe your wife was recording because I heard the little baby in the background crying and, you know, getting kind of going and stuff like that. So it's just, you know, I mean, I'm a single guy out here. You know, I haven't, I haven't got that all yet. You've probably heard about some of that on our show before, but to see, you know, to see two, you know, black men embracing family, um, you, you know, and, taking their family to heights that, you know, they haven't been before um, by working together is just really inspiring. And I appreciate you guys for that. Hey, well, oh, yeah. For- yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. That was, you, you made a good point now. And I'm going to just touch on that now. You know, my, now my wife is on board with everything after she's seen a couple of years of these steady rent checks coming. But let me tell you, Jonathan, uh, <laughs> at first, at first, she was like, so what do you mean? What do you mean you're going to eventually quit your job and uh, do real estate? You know, she was not on board with that at first, um, you know, because she comes from a traditional background, kind of like I did. Her, her parents worked for the government. My, my parents worked for the government. So, you know, it was kind of like we were we were we grew up as, hey, get a get a safe, steady, secure job and live middle class rather than, you know, maybe, you know, live middle class and maybe make one hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. But but my right. vision is, hey, you know, we can we can do more than this. We can be better. Uh, you know, we don't have to work somewhere for someone else for 45 hours a week. And that was kind of my vision. So after, you know, a couple of years of rent checks coming in, then she got on board. Now she's really on board with, uh, <laughs> you know, with the rent checks. And she she kind of uh, enjoys and, and has embraced the role of the interior designer when we go in and fix up these uh these homes, uh, you know, she picks out the, the cabinets and the, you know, the hardware and the colors. And, you know, so she loves doing that. And, you know, she gets all this stuff delivered to the job site so that the crew can uh, can get it all squared away. And, you know, it brings her a lot of joy to uh, to do that. So, you know, I'm happy that she loves doing that stuff because at first it was kind of an uphill battle to get her on the get her on the side of, uh, hey, let's let's do let's do our own thing. Let's worry. Let's make our own money rather than having well, other, you know relying on somebody paying us a paycheck, you know? And let's face it, happy wife, happy life. You know, and, and it's so, <laughs> so important you brought up the, uh, the uh, you know, embracing the interior design. Like my wife's our interior design team as well, and she picks out the colors and she does the staging. She's she's just excellent at it. She just got an incredible passion for that. But the point is, is this is a family 
and a team business, you know, yes. reaching out to guys like you, Saudi, and meeting guys like you and hearing that, you know, we all kind of share this thing. We may be doing it independently until meeting you right before the show here today, but we're all kind of share that same vision. You want to connect with people and listeners out there, listen, foreclosure just coach listeners, you got to build your, your tribe. You know, it really does start right there in your home with your spouse and your family and et cetera. But that tribe's got to extend way past that because there are guys out there who have been where you've been, right? I've been where you've been. Saudi has been where you've been. There are people who are trying to get their spouse on board who maybe weren't super excited when we first got going, but now are fully on board. This is not, you're not doing this alone, you know? And then the fact that you're a listener to this show is just kind of connecting with this tribe of people. With that, we're getting pretty close to the end of the show here, Saudi. How can somebody reach out to you and, and you know, pick your brain a little bit more if you're still available or get your coursework or et cetera? Could you give us some contact details so they can uh, touch base with you? Absolutely. I would love to, uh, you know, I love to help out new investors. Uh, you guys can can reach me at nightlandcompany.com. That's night with a K, landcompany, all spelled out, dot com, nightlandcompany.com. And then just click on the contact us and uh, me or someone on our team will, uh, will, will reach back out to you. And, you know, if you got any questions, you can just leave those questions on there and I, I should be able to see those. Um, you know, and then if you're interested in the course, um, I like to do my course is just a one-on-one uh, coursework where, where I just lead you through, me personally, I lead you through kind of some of the, the details and information that, uh, you know, that, that you're trying to get to, basically. If you're trying to get from point A to point B, I'll help you get from point A to point B. So I'll, I'll uh, be happy to answer any questions that you have. You can just reach me on that, uh, on that go to that website, and I'd be happy to talk to you guys out there. That's awesome, Saudi. Thank you so much for that. Great, greatly, greatly appreciated, guys. Listen, the tribe is forming. We we are we are building a massive alliance of for oh, yeah. oh, investors yeah. from coast to coast, all across the United States of America. You're hearing it happen right now, and this is not just a show. I want you guys to know this is way more than a show. This is a movement. Okay, yes. we're looking to go out there and change lives. You know, it, yes. it's a push it's a personal push but where you're at right now listening to the show wondering what the next move is we're all going through this coronavirus thing together right there's a i'm sure there's been business models that have had to change and maybe you're revisiting your life right now tune in guys listen to what's happening out here there are people who have been through what you've been through and are heading the next direction the opportunities are out there you just got to stay the course and don't let yourself get shaken Saudi. it has been absolutely incredible to have we appreciate you Saudi. thank you thank you so much thanks for having me i really enjoyed it uh if there's any way i can help you guys out or anything i'd love to uh love to if you ever come to the uh, oklahoma city metro area please look me up and we can do lunch and uh you know, we can we can talk. I, you know, this is something that I really enjoy. Maybe uh, later on down the line, we can do this again. But thanks for having me. It was a real honor to be on the show today. Well, the true honor was having you, Saudi, and definitely having you back in the show. I'd love to dive deeper into some of the points we brought up and hopefully make you a, a relatively consistent guest on the show. I am certain the listeners got a lot out of what you added today. Guys, we're going to wrap up with that. We try to keep these uh, to a reasonable time frame out of respect for our listeners' time. Really appreciate you tuning into the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast. Once again, to get going, you're going to head out to foreclosuredealscoach.com. Check out what we got going on there. And then you want to get really get going, you want to try out the software out there that can help you to evaluate your first couple of deals. We use PropStream, and if you go to PropStream, PropStream, PropStream. 
ForwardsClosureDealsCoach.com forward slash PropStream. We'll do a free 15-minute analysis call. We'll walk you through a deal, whether you're in Oklahoma or anywhere across the country. We will help to get you through that deal so you're doing your first couple of deals with confidence. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, when you're out there looking, don't buy a house. Buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.